All right, welcome back to Bible Braced. This is lesson three in our verse-by-verse study of the book of John. So if you have been following along or you want to follow along, go ahead and go back to our intro to Bible study episode, and then you follow through with lesson one, then lesson two, and that will catch you up to lesson three. Just a reminder, we should have a blank piece of paper in front of us, or if you have room on your piece of paper from our previous lesson, that's fine too. And we're going to divide our far right fourth of the page, top to bottom, into a column. And then we're going to cut that in half by having a horizontal line across the middle of that. The top of that column is where we write down distractions that are going to come up and keep us from focusing on the word. This could be something like, you know, switch load of laundry, um, add trash bags to the shopping list, (laughs) um, you know, get a haircut, whatever is on your mind that you know you need to do today or this week that is going to prevent you from focusing on what we're doing right now, which is getting into the word. Write those things down under distractions, and then um, you can move on with the study and come back to that at the end and have everything to pick right back up again. And then the column underneath that will be for further study as we're going through the book of John together. So as always, feel free, pause this podcast if you need to spend more time in the word, if you need to dig down to a verse that maybe we're going to skim over. This is an in-depth study, but it is not comprehensive, okay? There will be much that you can learn on your own, and there will be times you study this passage and new things come to light, and so we definitely want to encourage you to spend the time you need, turn us off, spend time with the Savior. We're just here as an opportunity for you to help go through the book together and to learn together and to use these tools together so that we can grow in how we study the Bible and in our intentionality about it. So let's get right back into the word. So John 1, 1 through 3 is what we've covered so far in the study. Just a little bit of a recap. We remember that Jesus was at the beginning with God. He was God. All things were created by and for him. Not one thing came into existence without him, even invisible things like world powers in the spiritual realm. If Jesus made all these things, he made me and he has a right to me. And so however you want to, if you're starting a new paper, then on the top left, you should have background and you can just pause us and write down a quick summary of our last few lessons. If uh, you're continuing on, on the same piece of paper, then maybe have a little bit of a gap and you can do a little background note there. Um, Just whatever is going to help you remember the context of what we're studying as we get right back into the word. So let's go to verse four. So John one, four. All right. So we are going to write verses four and five in our page. Remember, we want to write them with room on all sides with a margin on all sides for us to be able to add notes and other passages that we're going to look at and kind of bulk up what this passage means right here on our paper. So go ahead and write out verses four and five. In him was life, and the life was the light of humanity. And the light shined in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. You know, right off the bat, as I'm reading this verse, we know the him is Jesus. Um, He's the word that we've been talking about. Um, But then it says in him was life. And, you know, 
It doesn't hurt to just double check as you're reading a passage. If you have something like the Faith Life Study app, download it on your phone, you know, just to see, okay, this word life, I know what I think that means. Um, let's see what the original language meant, you know, because sometimes English doesn't have all the words behind a thought that another language would have. So as I double click on life, I'm going to pop up a little text box here. There's a thing that says word info at the top of that. I'm going to hit more. So we see this is um, Greek. It's Zoe, which is a name we use a lot in our modern day world. It's uh, usually a girl's name. And Zoe means life. So here the definition of Zoe is both of physical or present and of spiritual, particularly future existence. That's interesting. I hadn't really thought about that as being a spiritual life, but that makes sense in the context of what we're studying. And then it says for an example, Mark 10, 17. So let's go ahead and go there. We're going to click on that hyperlink and it's going to automatically pull us to that passage on our phone. Mark 10, 17 says, and when he was gone forth into the way, there came one running and kneeled to him and asked him, good master, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? Okay, so right down to what shall I do to inherit eternal life? If we scroll up a little bit, we can see here that Jesus is in this passage talking and that he is the he in 17. He was gone forth into the way. There came one running and kneeled to him and asked him, good master, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? So here in this context, we see that same word used for the spiritual life. Interesting. Okay. Well, let's go back to John 1. <clears throat> By the way, if you're doing this in the Faith Life Study app, just swipe your screen to the right and you should pop right back into the original passage that you springboarded out of to get to the other passage. So we're back in John 1. So in him was life and the life was the light of humanity. So let's go ahead and draw a box around life on our page. And I'm going to write both physical and spiritual. And then I'm going to put Mark 10, 17 down. And in quotations, I'm going to write inherit eternal life. And that just a little bit of a side note there to show me that I'm, we're talking about both spiritual and physical life here. All right, let's keep going in this passage. So then we see in verse four, and the life, which we know now is spiritual and physical, was the light of humanity. Now, what word do you think I'm going to dig down on this time? <laughs> let's dig down on light. So if we double click here, let's see what we pop up in our word info. It says a light, particularly the light of the sun, but also the heavenly bodies. Let's see. It says, especially James 1.17 is listed as a reference as indispensable to life. It comes to be associated with life. So the sun specifically is so needed for life to be sustained that it comes to be associated with life. Very interesting. Let's go to James 117. That's the passage that's listed here to help us understand this word more fully. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the father of lights with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. So let's go ahead and double click on lights in this passage. And we see it is the same word. And that's interesting that in this passage, lights is plural. So let's go ahead and again, swipe to the right to get us back to our original passage. 
So in him was life and the life was the light of humanity. So we're talking about something that's shining in the darkness, something compared to a heavenly body, something that gives life. Um, the life was the light of humanity, which would make sense in this line. Okay, so let's go ahead and write on the side of our uh, paper, light from the sun, indispensable to life. However you want to phrase that, what we just learned about this word light. I'm going to underline light and I'm going to draw an arrow to that from my little note here. And then I'm going to add James 1.17, father of lights. Okay, so let's go ahead and read verse 5 again with verse 4. In him was life, spiritual and physical, and the life was the light of humanity. It was the indispensable force of light and life to humanity. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. We're going to come back to verse 5 and dig down a little bit deeper, but right now, let's go ahead and go to our study Bible and see if it can shed any more light on these two verses. Ha <laughs> ha, no pun intended. <clears throat> okay, so verses 4 through 5 in our study Bible, I have a MacArthur study Bible in the ESV, but there are a lot of really good study Bibles out there. Um, just wanted to give a heads up on what reference I'm using. Um, and again, the footnotes are not inspired, right? So we are going to read things at times that we disagree with because these are by human authorship without the Holy Spirit um, moving them to write these things. This is not inspired. So when we read a passage commentary, and we read someone else's thoughts on something, just like you are sitting down and listening to my thoughts on a passage as we're studying this together, you need to operate with discernment, understanding that um, this is not inspired and we could have a different interpretation from one another about some things or a little bit different application and that's okay. But when we really dig down and are just looking at the text by itself, hopefully there shouldn't be too much of a difference because what the words are are what the words are and what their meanings are are what their meanings are. So that's why we have to make sure we're accepting what the word says and not adding our own theology to it, but rather getting our theology from it. So just a little word of caution there. So going to John 1 verses 4 through 5 in our study Bible we're going to read this little note. There's quite a big section for four through five. It says, John introduces the reader to contrastive themes that occur throughout the gospel. Life and light are qualities of the word that are shared not only among the Godhead. And then he references chapter 526. Let's just go there real quick. John 526. And that says, for just as the father has life in himself, Thus also he has granted to the son to have life in himself. Oh, is this the same word for life? Let's pop it up. It is. Let's see if it's the same word for life used for Jesus. It is. So very cool. So for just as the father has life in himself, he is granted to the son to have life in himself. All right. So let's go back to our footnote here. Life and light are qualities of the word that are shared not only among the Godhead, 526, but also by those who respond to the gospel message regarding Jesus Christ. And lots of references for that listed um, throughout the book of John. Let's go to just one of them real quick, 8.12. So John 8 verse 12 says, Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. The one who follows me will never walk in darkness, 
but will have the light of life. That is really cool. That really, that verse in of itself really ties in with our passage here. In him was life and the life was the light of humanity. Jesus says that I am the light of the world. The one who follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So lots of symbolism here with life and light, these words being used over and over again. I would encourage you, if you have the time, um, to go ahead and look up these other passages that MacArthur lists as having this idea in them. So John 8, 12 is the one we just went to, John 9, 5, John 10, 28, John eleven twenty five, John 14, 6. Um, and John 14, 6, just from having memorized that, we know that says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. And so that's a really significant verse that has to do with this idea too. And I love that we're in verse four of the gospel of John, and we're already being hit with these big themes. This is why he came. This is why Jesus came to earth. And that matches what we know about the theme of John and why it was written. If you remember that from our lesson one, why was John written? John was written so that we would believe on the only son of God, on Jesus, and that by believing we would have life in his name. So you see how these themes keep popping back up. This is the purpose of the gospel of John. This is the purpose of the life of Jesus. And he's showing us that very clearly with this gospel. All right. So then go back to our footnote here. It says, John uses the word life about 36 times in his gospel. Wow. Far more than any other New Testament book. It refers not only in a broad sense to physical and temporal life that the son imparted to the created world through his involvement as the agent of creation. Hey, we knew that because we've been studying it already, but especially to spiritual and eternal life as imparted as a gift through belief in him. And then some verses referencing that concept are 315, 17.3, and Ephesians 2.5. So this is talking about spiritual life, which we already referenced that this word Zoe has both those connotations. All right. And then he says in scripture, light and darkness are very familiar symbols. Intellectually, light refers to biblical truth, while darkness refers to error or falsehood. Morally, light refers to holiness or purity, while darkness refers to sin or wrongdoing. Oh my goodness, I can't believe we're already into our 15 minute. <sighs> okay, <laughs> so just to wrap this up quickly then, um, we know that the idea of darkness and light is being contrasted here very intentionally throughout the whole Gospel of John, it looks like, um, but we'll get into that more in our next lesson. And we also know that Jesus is the light of the world and that those who follow him will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. We know that from John eight twelve. And we know that Jesus came, if we go back to our original passage, um, that he had life and him was life and the life was the light of mankind or of humanity and that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not overcome it. So we're going to get into this more. There's more here, (laughs) lots more here. So we will get into this more in lesson four. So thank you, ladies. I'm hoping you'll have a wonderful day today. And we'll be able to bask in the idea that Jesus came with purpose and he came for us and that we can thank him for that. I hope it impacts your day. Love you guys.